more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the What kind of show is this? My son listens to this show. With DJ Envy, the captain of this bitch. With Angela Yee, the only one who can keep these guys in check. Charlemagne the God. I'm a lovable asshole. And this is the Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning. Well, Angela is getting her face beat. Charlamagne was popping. Peace to the planet. It is Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. My mic kind of hot. Turn me down a little bit. Turn me down in the headphones. God. All right. Turn me down in the headphones. Okay. There you go. There you go. Uh. What up? Uh. Uh. What up? So you good? You good? I'm on baby watch. Okay. Oh, oh, your baby watch, baby countdown. Yes, I am too. I so forgot, I forgot what you call the thing yesterday. It's a uh, you. It's a little dilated, two in, two meters, two inches dilated. Something. Oh, it's know. almost it. Well, yeah, it's you, about to come. My, my, my wife, she not due till the twenty seventh, but she been like uh, getting acupuncture, acupuncture, and all that kind of stuff because she wants to have a vaginal birth. She doesn't want to have a scheduled C section. I don't want her to have a scheduled C section either. So she's been doing all of that kind of stuff. So you know, they tell you that you got to have a lot of sex. So your semen can soften the cervix, mm-hmm. and she's been doing the acupuncture, and the, the thing is dilated, whatever, whatever, and so yeah, any day now. Okay. What you over there making faces for, Taylor? You little young ain't never. We don't want to hear about your up. semen. Ain't got, ain't never got your club Yuck. shot up yet. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's the <sighs> face of a woman who's never gotten her club shot up. Ye's in the building. Ye look like a, a Egyptian goddess. Do, 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 do. I was like, I wanted my coming to America. Do, 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 what are you doing? He's so crazy. I had a photo shoot yesterday. I had to preserve the ponytail for today. Don't you look like a goddess? Man, shut up. I had to preserve the ponytail. So that means I had to wrap my hair last night. Okay. Which I never do. All right. But yeah, shout out to Loot and Riot magazine. I had a photo shoot with them yesterday. You never wrap your hair at night? No. She's wow. not really black. Exactly. That's why everybody was laughing at me who yesterday. Don't think Angela is black. You just proved them right. Yeah. You don't never wrap your hair at night? Never. Because <laughs> like like, I don't really wear my hair straight. It's I always just, you know. To the point where my wife and daughter wrap their hair together now. It's wow. like they get the little pins and they wrap and. Wow. I don't even know how to do that. You don't know how to wrap your hair? Mm-mm. You never, oh, yeah, you never yeah, got yeah, a Dominican yeah. doobie? Well, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't do it, though. I got it done. But I've never wrapped my own hair. Yeah, you got to stop saying you're black. Yeah. I've yeah. been trying not to wear my hair straight, though. That's part of the reason why I'm trying to get my natural curls back. Uh. Look, now Taylor looking at you in disgust. First it was me. <laughs> First it was me about, the, about, about my wife being doing any day. Now she's looking at you like, ugh, you don't wrap your hair. <laughs> so you don't do the pins and... No, I don't. I've had it done, like when I go and get my hair done, but I've seen it I don't so know much, how to do it myself. I could probably wrap your hair. I've seen it so much. Uh, we'll, we'll try that. All right. The other day, um, you weren't here, Charlamagne, but Envy let me put makeup on him. I did no, not let you put makeup right. on him. I have pictures. I was minding my business. Should I post it? No, forget it. Yeah, did you let me? Le- did you let me put makeup on you? Yep. Okay. I think we need a more diverse show. We gotta add a woman of color to the show. Okay. <laughs> all these years I've been hood- talking about hood- Envy. All these years I've been getting hoodwinked and bamboozled. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you don't have to wrap your hair. All right. All right. Well, Jennifer Williams, I'm sure she, she wraps, her, wraps hair. her hair. Yeah, she wraps her hair from Basketball Without Wives. Question. Will be joining us this morning. Now, full disclosure, I don't watch Basketball Wives. Me neither. I haven't watched Basketball Wives in years. Okay. okay? But I know Jennifer. She's a good friend of Angelie. Yes, we actually right. went to school together. But other than that, I know nothing about basketball. Well, I'll wise. tell you this: she skipped the basketball wise reunion, did not show up. She was the only one who was not there. I wanted to come here instead. 
and said, you know what? I'm going to do my one and only interview on The Breakfast Club. Whoa, thank I guess. Well, that's not the brightest TV. Yeah. Well, all right, we'll take I that. Any, I don't know anything about this whole situation. We'll find out, But though. I'm going to wing it. We'll find out. And also, author Michael Arsenault. Yes, Michael, yes. And yes for saying the name right. Who is this guy? <laughs> He's a journalist also. He wrote the book, uh, Can't Date Jesus. And he'll be joining us today to talk about his book and his journeys, his memoir. But he has such an interesting story. I know you guys will really enjoy him. Great like personality. Him, I feel like I met him back in the day with Jesus and Mero and these guys. Yeah. Not, not my guys, but I'm sure you did meet him. He's a dope author. I, I read some of his book. He's, oh, you uh, did? Uh, yeah, he, I did. He's gay. And he, does, he doesn't give... Never mind. We'll talk to him when he comes. But he's a New York Times bestselling author. And he's uh, got so much personality. His book is very open and honest. Very funny. It's about love, sex, family, race. He said, and other reasons I put my faith in Beyonce. Okay. Uh-huh. We'll kick it with him a little bit later today as well. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Ooh, well, y'all ready to drink some weed? We'll talk about what company is now going to venture into weed-infused drinks. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the hey, God. Hey, I'm so well-rested, We are man. The Breakfast Club. I, I, know a, what? I got a manicure yesterday, a pedicure, oh, and a go, massage. Girl. Oh, I got man. a massage yesterday, too. And guess uh, what I tried for the first time? What? Cupping. What is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where well, they do the cups on your back and all yeah. that kind of stuff like You ever that? did that? No, I never, I never did that. I tried that for the first time, and then it, if it can, it gets, the cups are darker in the areas where you really need more circulation. I was mm. out. I did a 90-minute massage. I was snoring while I was getting the massage. I snored so loud one time, I woke up because I thought I fought it. Ain't that the best? That's the, my only fear. Let's go to the front page news that I'll, I'll fought while I'm getting a massage. Nothing wrong with that. You sleep or something? And you know who I seen last night? I seen your ex-best, your ex-buddy, man. Ooh. I haven't seen him in years. My ex-buddy. Rich Dollars. I don't mess with bitch dollars. That was your guy, yeah, man. That was your guy, too. That was everybody in this guy's room until he started feeling himself on reality TV. I seen him last How'd night. How'd that work out for him? I don't know. He, oh. I don't know, but anyway. All right, let's get in front page news. Let's talk about uh, Coca-Cola and this new product, she. Yes, Coca-Cola is supposedly in talks of creating a new formula for a series of wellness drinks. And the special ingredient is going to be dun, 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 cannabis, cannabinoid, CBD. That's dope. It's, it's a component brand. of marijuana that's supposed to reduce pain, inflammation, and other and treat mental issues like anxiety, depression, and insomnia. So there's not going to be TAT. That's the part that gets you high. But the CBD is the part of the marijuana that actually has the benefits. That's off-brand. I remember back in the day when they had cocaine in Coca-Cola. But that was the rumor. It makes sense. That was a rumor. I don't that think that always, was true. Was that true? That was an urban legend. It was an urban legend. That but it was actually, there's actually a lot of health benefits the for The white guy in the room, Steve, is saying it's true. He would know. That's why it's it called true? Coke. Oh, okay. Yeah, back in the day, it used to be cocaine and Coca-Cola. Allegedly. That's but allegedly. They actually already sell CBD products, uh, and they don't enforce that you can't have those. It's supposedly still illegal in the United States under federal law. But a lot of, uh, you know, companies do have that in their products still. So you can get that on Amazon and other major distribution and re- retail sites. Yeah. So it makes sense. Get rid of the part that gets you high, no TAC, but have the parts that give you the benefits. I'm not drinking no marijuana with no Coke. Coke's not good for you. All right. What and else are we talking about? I didn't say it's inside the Coke, though. They're creating a new formula. Oh, a new so, drink. So I don't know if it's going to be inside of the Coke. I tried it before, marijuana soda, and it gets you high faster because it feels like it just hits the, the system and blood faster. But mm. it's pretty good. All right. Now uh, let's talk about a... I wasn't here when you guys did this story, but I was watching from Johannesburg, and this was in Tallahassee, Florida. Donald Crandall Jr. Charlemagne, I believe you gave him donkey of the day as well. He was a white man who flashed a gun trying to stop a group of four black college students from getting into an apartment complex. I remember that human jar helmet. Mm -hmm. Well, now police have issued an arrest warrant for him Mm -hmm. for flashing that gun. So that warrant is in connection with that incident that happened on the weekend of September 8th. He tried to stop these four 
of black students telling them they didn't belong there. And he tried to intervene and not let them on the elevator. He said they don't belong at the building. Now there's an arrest warrant for him. They should hit him with a conspiracy to commit a hate crime charge to him. Yeah, that could have went so left. Imagine, because yeah. how would you feel if somebody did that to you? Four kids trying to get on there could have went turned into something that was confrontational and physical. Ooh, All right. Especially in Florida, because well, everybody has a gun in Florida. You can own a gun in Florida. Now, Hurricane Florence has left the Carolinas uh, a mess right now. 32 people dead because of this post-tropical cyclone as well. Hundreds of people trapped the entire... They said they've cut off an entire city. About half a million people now still without power. They're saying this epic storm is still continuing because the rivers are still rising. So in addition to flooding across the Carolinas, there's been flash flood warnings that are in effect since uh, Monday night. And across parts of far southern Virginia where several tornadoes were confirmed by storm spotters as well. Now in North Carolina, they said residents are slowly being allowed back into their homes in certain areas. So if you guys have been watching everything on the news, it's been really sad seeing the devastation left behind by Florence. All right. Now last front page news. Now. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, whatever it may be. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, MV? What's up, Trav? Hey, Hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where is he at? She went to go get a face beat. She'll be right back, man. How you know it wasn't me? <laughs> Charlemagne. What's up, sis? How are you? I'm all oh, God. What did I do? <laughs> you didn't do anything. Oh. Listen, Evie. Yes. You're a dirty dog. Why am I a dirty dog? Put the toilet seat down for your wife. Look, I, I mean, I, I got in trouble. I will now. But my whole thing is, I'm supposed to just make it comfortable. I'm supposed to pull it up when I take a pee, and then when I leave, I'm supposed to put it back down. I got things to Listen, do, too. That's one of the main things that my that my mother taught us, like me and all my brothers growing up, is that you put the toilet seat down. Hi, Trav. Hey, I, I know I got in trouble for that. I'm putting the toilet seat down now. Long story. All right. Good. But listen, I, I'm actually calling to talk about uh, Wanda and Cat Wim. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I'm going to call and talk about her husband. Can we drop one of Clues Bonds for Wanda's husband? Because <laughs> I need me a man like him. If, if, if you don't have a man that's pulling up on people and pulling the hammer out for talking about you, then you, you ain't well, got no well, man. You got to tell the story, <laughs> Trav, because people may not be caught up on what happened. Oh, sure. Like, so, basically, everybody know that Cat Williams roasted Wanda, mm-hmm. the, black, the black Lane Bryant from oh the radio show from Frankie and the Wanda show. Watch your mouth. And... <laughs> And while Cat Williams was at a comedy show, Wanda's husband and her son pulled up with the hammer. Well, well no, Wanda that's walked- not that. You got to read the incident report. On the incident report, they said Cat walked up and told Wanda, I told you I was going to make you viral, bitch. And I think that's what set the husband and off. And they said the husband said, yo, go ahead, man. And then allegedly Cat was like, I'll beat you up, yeah, I'll too. I'll beat your ass. And the husband was like, okay. Yeah. And let's do it. But, I, I, hey, I'm with you, Trav. Listen, now, That's what you're you supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do as a husband and as a boyfriend. And ladies, if your man not pulling a hammer out on then leave him. We don't know if he actually pulled the ham out. They said that he chased Cat Williams and his gun dropped from his waistband. Yeah, his gun dropped. That's they said what that, I was on, that was on the video. That's what I would have said. When Atlanta, I mean, but Atlanta is an open carry state when you can uh, you have a permit to carry, so that's possible. Oh, don't tell me he out here being clumsy with the hammer. Oh, never mind. He being clumsy with the never hammer. Never mind. No, we, we don't know the don't story know, is what I'm telling you, Trav. <laughs> we don't know, Trav. Trav, he changed his mind. Trav with the fake y'all. news. Peace. <laughs> Hello, who's this? 
Hi, this is Brittany. Hey, Brittany, get it off your chest. So my boyfriend was upset with me because he was doing some work on my car and he found a picture of my ex Uh-oh. in this box. In the trunk of my car. Why you got a picture of your ex in your Damn. car? Look at here and cut your brake line. You got sloppy, girl. You sloppy. No, because listen, listen, listen. I was I had just changed jobs and I just packed up my desk and the picture was inside my desk. After me, me and him broke up, I had put the picture inside my desk and I just packed everything away. Mm-hmm. Nah, you should have threw that out. Uh, Unless you still think about it. Hold on, no. I don't know if you need to throw out old memories. Yeah, all right. I have pictures of I mean, my exes. It's not a big deal. He just probably didn't like seeing it. If we get married, all those pictures go out. And it's been in there for like five months. How, how long you and your new boo been together? Um, about three months. Oh, that's light. Oh, yeah, he can't be mad. He can't be mad. He can't be mad. That's light, boo. But if y'all married, you got to throw them pictures out, mama. Or leave it at your parents. Leave them pictures at your parents' house. I don't believe in throwing away pictures and memories. Yeah, Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. I just want to tell y'all, my wife, there was some old letters that some dudes wrote my wife. 20 years later, I barbecued them pictures, them, them notes, man. <laughs> That's just me. Anyway, I have all my stuff. I had a barbecue to put them right on the grill. But get it off your chest. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Tyrone. Hello? Hey, Tyrone, get it off your chest. Hold on, Tyrone, are you black? No, this, this is Cam. This is not Tyrone. I'm oh, about to bad. say. Why'd you just call him Tyrone? That's what Andrew. it says on the list. It says Tyrone. My bad, Tyrone. You sounded like a white Tyrone. I was like, <laughs> I never heard one of those. Well, get it off your chest. Yeah, man, it's Cam from Jacksonville, but, man, I want to talk to Charlemagne, man. What's up, my brother? Hey, bro, you can't go around telling everybody to shoot they shot, man. What happened? What'd I do? What'd I miss? Man, man, uh, man my wife, she works She works in, uh, in a pharmacy. And he got this dude, he came up and he personally said that you told him to shoot his shot at Oh. I don't know I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Yeah, he said uh he said he basically she getting off work, he rolls up on her in his car and then he talking about some uh he said, Man, I'm a I'm a he said, I gotta shoot my shot. Charlemagne told me to shoot my shot so I go and then he tries to holler at my wife, but what the creepy wow. part about it, he said he's been watching her for the last six to eight months. What grown man watches a woman from afar for the last six to eight months? Yeah, and to go up and holler at him. Yeah, and uses me as a reference yeah. when I don't even know him. Why but, would I? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know him to tell him to go shoot his shot. Why would I be telling him to shoot a shot at your wife? Because you're on the radio telling everybody to shoot their shot. Well, I'm sorry he did Man, that, sir. I, but did he know? He, but he, did he know she was married though? Nah, he said he didn't know, but, you know, but, uh... Okay, then. Yeah, so you can't be mad at him. You should be happy you got a hot wife that people still trying to get at. So when is your wife going yeah, on a date with him? <laughs> Don't play with him. I ain't mad at the point that uh, he tried to holler at it. The point is, this crazy joker probably would have never said anything if he wouldn't have listened to Charlemagne telling everybody exactly. to shoot Exactly, exactly. Damn. All right, man. Have okay. a good day. And I hope you don't run into so, him. So I would, I would hope that y'all would want our listeners to listen to us, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hi. Hey, what's up, mama? Oh, um, nothing much. I just wanted to call in and tell y'all why I'm mad this morning. Why are you mad, mama? Y'all, so what would y'all do if somebody slapped your mama in what? your house? Hey, like, what up. the heck? Who, who slapped, slapped your mama? mama? Listen, she has a partner right now. We're grown. My mama has grown kids, so she decided that she wanted to live her best life. That's fine. She started dating this little female, and... They fell into hard times, so my fiance and I, shout out to my baby Maurice, I love you. We, you know, we, obviously that's my mom, she needed me, so we let him come stay with us. 
Y'all, yesterday this girl came in and I heard them arguing, but I was in my room. Usually I'm at work at this time. I heard them arguing and the next thing I heard was a slap. And y'all, oh my goodness, all of, of the Jesus had to hold me back then. Because it was on. Well, I don't I think Jesus could hold me back if somebody slapped my mama. Yeah, I think no, I would react the way one. I would react oh, the way yeah. Wanda's husband reacted to Cat Williams by pulling that hammer on him allegedly. Okay. Oh, I did. All her stuff is out the door. I told her she was gonna be out today. She called the police, called the whoever. Oh, I did, and all of her stuff is out my house. You put your hands on my mama, you gotta go. Yeah, I might need some more. Physical, yeah. I might need some physical, man. You yeah. ain't just gonna slap my mama. How yeah. was your mama? You no. sound old, so your mama sound a little older. No, well, you know, she's she's 50. She's almost oh, 50. Oh, she's not, she ain't so, that you know, old. She still got life in her. She can fight back. You know Why y'all ain't jumbo? Oh, Why it did. That's what I said. It oh, went okay. All right. All of Listen, she had a hot iron threatening somebody. Y'all know we went in. My sister, her boyfriend, myself... And my mom. We beat her down. The boyfriend, well, too? Well, don't say the boyfriend on end now. Boyfriend, I would say the boyfriend. The boyfriend ain't had to jump in now. Y'all had that handled. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. If it's a big butch, I'm talking about bigger than precious. Yeah, you need a <laughs> oh my goodness. power for this one. I don't, condone, I don't condone the man hitting her, but I condone y'all jumping her for slapping your no, mom. No. And I know people going to sit here and... He subdued her because <laughs> he had <laughs> <to> <laughs> Oh, he, he held, held her, her while y'all hit her. Yes. Don't say that on air. You're going to get him locked up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yes, it is. No, 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 no. She had the hot iron waving it at us, and he came to protect us. So there you he go. had to put her down because she's bigger than we are. That's we, better lingo. We small, slim girls, and she's a big girl. So he was the only one that was physically able to get her down. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So he, yes, he did. He put his hands on her for protection. There you Y'all should have beat her and called the police on her. We did. We oh, did. man. Congrats. Y'all handled it right there. There we go. Yes, we did. We beat it down and called the police. Got <laughs> the court. And now, instead of me going in this morning on my regular day, now I got to go to court and file paperwork to okay. make sure legally, you know, from the streets we handle it. Now I got to handle mm-hmm. it from the law. Let me, help you, out. Right. Let me help you out a little bit. Don't say you beat it down when you go there, all right? Say you subdued it to the police <laughs> came, okay? I'm telling, you some, I'm telling you some good stuff. You subdued no, you right, her. And so the police came because she was very violent and kicking and punching, and you didn't want your mama to get hurt again. You didn't beat her. You didn't punch her. Well, she you was the aggressive her. person, for sure. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. But I got the whole house going. Like, Are you listening to me? Going. They all going. Yes, sir. You subdued they her. They all going. Everybody, res- everybody had the same story. Oh, I respect it, baby. You, yes. hand, you, you handed it the street way, then you handed it the white man way. Congratulations. Well, have a good day. Listen, hey, I'm albino. I get to handle it both ways. <laughs> <I'm albino. laughs> I love the Breakfast Club listeners, man. Thank, Thank you, you for calling, baby. And for Thank anybody, you guys. Have a good day. For anybody out there that's saying we condone in violence, no, we condone in defending your mama if somebody slaps at your dumbass people. Nobody said nothing yet. Uh, don't yeah, trust me, they goodness. are. Goodness gracious. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. You, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about the Emmys. They were last night, and we'll give you some of the highlights of what happened with the host, with the people sitting in the audience on the red carpet who won the awards, engagements, all of that. Did anybody black win other than Regina King? We'll talk about it. Yeah, mm. your girl won. Yeah, but that was a, the creative Emmys. That wasn't last No. Anyway, we'll get into that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, uh, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hello. Let's get to the rumors. Let's go. Let's talk Emmys. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club.
Well, as y'all know, the Emmys were on last night. Now, the big winners were HBO and Netflix. They had 23 wins each. Wow. Yes, they tied with 23 wins each. Now, Michael Che hosted alongside Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live. And here is part of the opening monologue. Of course, there are so many incredible nominees here tonight. That's incredible true. nominees. Blackish is nominated. That's right. Blackish is also how I've been asked to behave tonight. So. <laughs> Speaking of sad, The Handmaid's Tale is nominated. That's right. Yes. The best drama. I don't know if you've seen it, but The Handmaid's Tale takes place in an imaginary future where an entire group of people are violently forced to work and make babies against their will. It's what black people call history. So, yeah, it's, it's roots for white women. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. Drop on the clues, bombs for Colin and Michael. Doing what they do best, making people uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. Now, in addition to that, here was a first. Um... Glenn Weiss, he won an Emmy for directing the Oscars, actually proposed to his girlfriend while accepting his award on stage. Mom always believed in finding the sunshine in things, and she adored my girlfriend, Jan. Jan, you are the sunshine in my life. And Mom was right, don't ever let go of your sunshine. You wonder why I don't like to call you my girlfriend? Because I want to call you my wife. Nice. I'd hit the Jen, music on I want to put this ring that my mom wore on your finger in Wrap front up, of all buddy. these people and in front of my Wrap mom and your parents. Nice. <laughs> Wrap it up, You're buddy. A hater. You're why a hater. is it so evil, Wrap it up, man. You know why? Because they be having people on that stage giving nice, prolific speeches, and they be wrapping them up. So wrap them up. No, you this ain't your personal time. Wrap it what up. What is buddy. wrong with wrap you? Wrap it up. This man proposed. Hater. You must clearly have never girlfriend. seen these people be on stage, like really talking about real issues, and the music start playing. Nope. He's nope. talking about love. Hater. That same I got nothing to do with anybody else. That's dope. That same Congratulations to that. That's awesome. That's a great story right there. Mm-hmm. Now, Michael Che also did the reparation Emmys, and that is for black actors who deserved it and didn't get acknowledged all these past years, like Kadeem Hardison from A Different World, Tachina Arnold from Everybody Hates Chris, Jimmy Walker from Good Times, uh, other people as well. He gave Jaleel White and The Wire reparations Emmys as well. Check it out. Man, Jaleel, Steve Urkel was the OG black man. I mean, if it wasn't for you, there'd be no Donald Glover. There'd be no Kanye West. There'd be no Obama. Did I do that? Yeah, man. You did that. Do you know nobody from The Wire won an Emmy? I know, and Brian Cranston won like six for Breaking Bad. If Brian Cranston got six Emmys, you just Alba should have like ten Emmys. Anybody from The Wire is better than Brian Cranston. You know he only won because he's white. Right? Absolutely. The only reason he won. Absolutely. If he was black, he'd probably bagging groceries at Trader Joe's somewhere. <laughs> That's crazy The Wire never won an Emmy. Mm-hmm. Like a show that people now yep. say is one of the best shows of all time. Never won an Emmy. All right. Now, in addition, let's take it to the red carpet. Our girl, Jennifer Lewis, was out there, and she was wearing Nike. And here is her reasoning. I am wearing Nike to applaud them for supporting Colin Kaepernick. So when did you decide to do this? I was actually swimming the other day. And I was like, what can I do? What can I do that's meaningful? I'll wear Nike to say thank you for leading the resistance. We need more corporate America to stand up also. These are not dark times. These are awakening times. And we all have to wake up. Drop on the clues, Master Jennifer Lewis. But um, I love Jennifer Lewis. But Nike is not a symbol of black excellence, nor should, be, nor should it be some symbol of black pride and black power. They're a corporation that's interested in one thing and one thing only, and that's money. They sponsored Colin Kaepernick, but they also sponsored the NFL, so they double-dipping. And Colin doesn't have any equity in Nike. Okay, I wear Nike for the same old reasons I always wore Nike. And when Colin comes out with his apparel line, I'll support that, but I'm not about to act like Nike is the African medallion or the Malcolm X hat. 
No, I mean, she wanted to show support. She wore, she wore to show her support. And that oh, was yeah, support for who? More of a statement for Colin Kaepernick and what he well, has Wear a Colin going Kaepernick on. t-shirt. Like, so, Nike's not I mean, weak. everybody's wearing different brands. That's the brand she chose to wear Listen. that night. Now, in addition to that, Regina King won for lead actress in a limited series or a movie for seven seconds, and she didn't even expect this to happen. I didn't have nothing to say because I wasn't really expecting this, but I am so grateful. Television Academy, y'all, my friends, my peers... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fox 21, Netflix, Vina sued. Oh my God. Thank you for creating an opportunity to tell a story and hold a mirror up to what's going on today. I am just floored. This is amazing. I want to curse right now. Yes. And listen, we'll get more into the Emmys as we do the rumor report later on. But Tiffany Haddish was on out there and her and Cat Williams were pictured together. We'll talk more mm-hmm. about that later and we'll talk about Donald Glover as well. All right. Can I, I just want to say, uh, you know, Nike, they're not leading the resistance. They're just making money. Leading the resistance would be Nike saying, no, we aren't going to be sponsors of the NFL until they stop punishing players like Colin for doing the right thing. But the fact that they support Colin, I think, is dope where a lot of corporate companies are not. A lot of people wouldn't sign him and walked away from him. But, also, but they're also him. sponsoring the same people that are blackballing Colin. Yeah, but there's still other black NFL players, too. That's what I'm saying. So Nike leading the resistance would be them saying we're not going to be sponsors of the NFL until they stop punishing players like Colin for doing the right thing. It's still about the check, though, bro. Like, let's be honest. They're still about the check. But the fact that they're supporting Colin when nobody else is 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 dope as well. But anyway, if you want to go to Powerhouse NYC, all right, if you want to see Cardi B, Little Uzi Vert, SZA, Little Duval, and more, just keep a lock. We're going to play the keyword, and all you got to do is text it, and you could be in the building. All right, we'll take care of your airfare, your hotel, and all of that, and it's powered by Amp Energy Organic. Now, when we come back, Jennifer Williams from Basketball Wives will be joining us. Uh, we'll kick it with us and keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And welcome to the official Basketball Wise reunion show. The one cast member who did hey. not show up, Jennifer Williams, is here with us. Hi, guys. Now, how come you weren't on the reunion last night? I was not there because, you know what? I just felt like this entire season, mm-hmm. I was completely set up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after having a table being thrown at me, I just didn't feel like I needed to be there. Did the table hit to, you? No, it didn't hit me. Okay. It hit a security. Oh, man. And he was all bloody. Mm. Wow. So I felt like I needed to make a statement. Was he thrown off the show, the girl that threw the, the Malaysia. table? Malaysia. Not to my knowledge. Really? Well, she was at the reunion. She was there? And she did say that she had no intention of getting physical with you. So you didn't feel safe. They said you sent an email through your lawyer saying that you did not feel like it was a safe uh, place for you to be because you did feel like the whole season you were set up. So I did. And I just want to clarify something because they made it seem like I sent the email last minute. The reunion was being filmed on a Sunday and my attorney sent the letter on Friday. So it was not a last minute thing. They knew that I wasn't coming. Mm-hmm. Would you have felt more comfortable if there was no tables there? <laughs> No, you know, honestly, <laughs> they really tried to get me to go, which was crazy because when they found out I wasn't coming, the producers were waiting outside of my house for hours wow. for me to come outside. And they caught me walking my dog. Wow. And they were like, listen, we hired two extra security. What can we do to make you feel comfortable? And it was like, at that point, it was too late because <clears throat> this is the thing. After the table got thrown at me in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. nobody reached out to me to see how I was if I was okay, I was like, listen, get me a flight out of here. I was literally in Amsterdam for 24 hours. 
So now that you have probably built this so whole reunion, bring it back a little bit because some people okay. might not have seen Basketball Wives. So explain to people what happened does. in Amsterdam. I definitely didn't see. It. I just saw the trailer. Yeah, I just seen the, the, and they the, cut the it. Chair. They cut it. That's why I asked if you got hit. I think they even, cut but, it right before you get hit. even before we get to Amsterdam, let's talk about what happened this season because mm-hmm. that all led up to what happened okay. in Amsterdam with you. So you came back to Basketball Wives this season. How did you end up coming back? Yeah, for, why did for you come the, back for the show? So I came back to Basketball Wives actually at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. I came back. I had a conversation with Shawnee. Uh, she thought it was a good idea that Evelyn and I sit down and talk. It had been five years since we spoke. And I was like, okay, you know what? A lot has happened in my life. A lot has happened in her life. Like, I'm just ready to move on. Mm-hmm. So we had the conversation last season. Everything was fine. And honestly, I thought the show was going in a different direction. So I was comfortable with coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, when I left the show... What direction? You thought it was going to be positive? Somewhat. Okay. I mean, last season, Shawnee was doing women's empowerment. Right. Yep, yep, and yep. You were cool with Tammy. You yep. and Tammy were friends. And all y'all grown is You and Evelyn right. made up. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. You know, I think it's great that we can show viewers a positive image. I don't think women always have to be arguing and fighting. And I felt like the show was going in that direction until it took... 20 steps back this season. Mm. All right, so you get back on the show. Now, you and Tammy have been cool with each other before this new season started, but then you guys started having some fallings out, and she said that you were a liar. So how did all that happen? Well, Tammy and I, first of all, when I left Basketball Wives uh, season four, I did not speak to those girls until I had seen... Tammy and Shawnee at an event that Malaysia was doing that they were actually filming probably like two and a half years ago now. Um, So Tammy and I ended up like getting cool, just kind of, you know, like talking, catching up. Tammy was revealing to me a lot of things that Evelyn allegedly was doing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, it's like been so long. Like, why is this still happening? And Tammy and Evelyn still weren't getting along at this point. Tammy and Evelyn were not getting along. They never really have since... It's always kind of been this, I don't know what, this very weird energy between Mm -hmm. those two where they make up and then they fight again. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Tammy felt a way because I let the whole with Evelyn go. And I think she was upset about that Mm -hmm. because that was not the plan. Okay. So you think there was a plan in place for when when you came back to basketball wise? Well, when I first came back, you know, because Tammy was telling me all this She was like, listen, you know, we need to take her down. And at the time, I was... Talking about Evelyn. Yes. At the time, I was down with it because of all the things that I was hearing that she allegedly was doing. I thought Evelyn was your friend, though. No, at this time, we weren't speaking. They They hadn't spoken in five years, years, she said. Right. So what what kind of things was she saying about you? Allegedly, so when I uh, got hit on Basketball Wives, she was saying that Evelyn has set that up, which... Whatever. I, I was kind of over that. But honestly, the one thing that I was really upset about was a situation where she allegedly was trying to sell a story to the blogs with me and another celebrity. Who that I, I don't want to say. Don't like a date. But, only, but literally only like four people knew. So I knew she couldn't have been lying. Oh, you knew it was her. Because uh, nobody well, the, knew you was the, dating And guy. the problem is... That Tammy had hooked up with Evelyn's old manager and was she was getting a lot of information from her. So there's a lot of messiness going on this behind the scenes. Yes. I, I thought it was it's something about you talking about Evelyn's daughter we're, or something. We're going to get to that next. Yeah. Right? Oh. So it's a progression. Right. So then even before that happened, I guess you guys all were talking and they were saying that you had said some really negative things about Evelyn. 
And that got brought up. Now, let's discuss that because you said that you and Evelyn had discussed the fact that you guys both said negative things about each other. So what were some of those things that you can say, yes, I did say that? To be honest, I can't remember everything that was said because we're talking about something that was like five years ago, okay? And when women fall out, yeah, they talk shit. One of the things that did come up was there was a rumor going around, and I heard this from years ago, that Evelyn had slept with Shawnee's ex. Shaq. With Shaq. Yes. Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. And so Tammy and I had this conversation. Hold on, that's why Shaq would never come up here, by the way. He's, he's Shaq, that's the reason why Shaq. It's okay. important to name names in situations like that, Absolutely. though. That could have been Ocho Cinco. That could have been the baseball Absolutely. player. You know what I mean? It got to be, yeah, so we're yeah, not confused. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Shaq. Yes. Allegedly. So Tammy and I did have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, do I know it to be true? No. Like, I don't know, but I You're have... think it was a rumor. Right. But here's the problem. I felt like on the show, they act like I started this rumor. And I'm like, first of all, no, I did not start the rumor. I heard this years ago. Somebody asked me. So when Tammy circled back, was telling me all these things, it was kind of like, oh, did you hear this? Did you hear that? And that's how the whole conversation Why are y'all talking about 20-year-old rumors, though? They're just gossiping. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. People bring up old stuff all the time. Right. And so basically, we talked about that a whole year ago. So Tammy decided to bring the sh** back up mm-hmm. during the season mm-hmm. and then, you know, and that turned everything. into a really big deal because it seemed like Shawnee had never heard this rumor before. It was her first time well, hearing it. Do you right. think that was say? authentic? What did Evelyn say? How did, how did she respond to the rumor? I mean, she was like, you know, it's not true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you this know, wasn't like Evelyn shared with you, you know, I slept with Shaq. It was just a rumor no, you heard. No, it was, it, just was a rumor. it was just a rumor I heard and that was it. I had a conversation about it. There was no facts, no receipts. We let it go. Mm-hmm. And so Tammy decided to bring it up. But you know what? I had a scene with Tammy in the beginning of the season, and she made a comment which didn't play. And now that I look back on it, I see where she was going with it because she was like, oh, I saw you went to Evelyn's birthday. And I was like, yeah, you know, I did, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, so did you guys talk about everything that you said about one another? And I kind of was like, mm, no, we just decided to let it go. So I felt like she has something brewing now that I think back on it. And she really had an issue with that. You don't think y'all are all too old for this? Is it, is it? I do. Oh, okay. I do. And this is exactly why I didn't go to the reunion. Mm-hmm. All right, we have more with Basketball Wives. So Jennifer Williams, when we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Basketball wives saw Jennifer Williams is in the building. Yee. So now what about this latest thing that happened on the episode where Malaysia says that you were talking negatively about Evelyn's daughter and basically they bleeped out a lot of what was said. So I don't even know exactly what it was that they said that you said about her daughter, but basically that she was paying all the bills in the household while Evelyn was running around. And I guess it probably was something sexual that you were saying about her daughter. And that Evelyn she was got a, a baby daddy body. by a multimillionaire. That baseball player made some money, though. I don't think I don't, she ever be But this was at a time when Evelyn supposedly had a roommate. And she said it on the show. Um, she had a roommate, and the roommate is the one that was saying this. So this was not the time that like, she was with the... With right. Would so, you like some well, more rum before you answer this question? No, no. no, no. Right She's having a little rum. They said allegedly you called the daughter a, a hoe or something like that. And that was due to <gasps> lack of parenting. First of all... I mean, this was the first time that I was hearing this, okay? Mm-hmm. When I left that show, when I left the reunion, I did not talk to those girls, okay? So Shawnee was trying to say, oh, Jennifer said this, I don't know, what, five years ago or whenever we weren't speaking. One, I would never say that about her daughter so because... So Shawnee said you said that? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And this is her, um, Evelyn Soda Shanice, who you've known since she was six. I've known her since she was six. I've never even seen Shanice with a credit card, to be honest with you. So, mm-hmm. one, that's something that I would never say. And my thing is this. Shawnee, first of all, she starts a lot of bullshit behind the scenes. Shawnee on But, yes. Okay, you're not coming um, back to the show, clearly. Whatever. I mean, I'm just, like, I came up here to keep it real. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So, my thing is, if I allegedly said this five years ago, uh-huh. and this is your girl, why, one, are you just now bringing it up? Two, why were you advocating for us to sit down and have a conversation last season? But now this season is something totally different. Mm. So you're saying Shawnee made that up? Then she lied. It didn't come from me. Did Basketball Wise drop in ratings or something? Because it seemed like it was a little bit more ratchet this season. Like, they trying to get that controversy I, to bring To be again. honest with you, I don't know the answer to that. But I do know that the ratings have been through the roof this season. Yeah. Which I, means that's an extra check for Shawnee O'Neal. So to clear it up, you did not say anything negative about Evelyn's daughter at no, all. No. Not, not at all. Home, did not say lack of parenting. Nothing. None of that. Show me the receipts pulled later, right? No. Okay. So, so Shawnee O'Neal in Malaysia, you saying or telling... Fibs on lying about about that. I feel like I was set up. Okay. Yes. So Evelyn and Shawnee, some lying ass women is what you're saying. Listen, I don't know if somebody might have told them I said that, mm-hmm. but they did not hear that from me. So right. you just realizing Shawnee and Evelyn be lying? It just dawned on you? Um, I, I wouldn't say Evelyn because she was kind of like an innocent bystander mm-hmm. in this, but what I'm saying is that Shawnee starts a lot of things behind the scenes. It's good for our show. Well, on the reunion, they did ask Shawnee about some things that Tammy might have said. And I don't know. Did you watch the reunion since you weren't there? I did. I watched Mm -hmm. some of it. What did you think of it? You know, here's the thing. It's really interesting that um, Shawnee has selective memory because she couldn't seem to remember if uh, Tammy had said those things, which had happened, I don't know. Some uh, things about Evelyn. Some things about Evelyn, some things that uh, Tammy, I guess, had told Evelyn and Shawnee Mm -hmm. and Shawnee was like I don't know because she never wants to be in the middle of everything well you said earlier you couldn't remember some things from some years ago too though I'm not saying I remember exactly what I said Mm -hmm. but there's certain conversations that you're going to remember specific things gotcha so you Mm -hmm. did talk about Evelyn's daughter no I'm not saying about her daughter I'm saying when Evelyn and I fell out we probably talked about each other. I don't remember exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, when you fall out, I don't even know what's going when you on. fall I mean, out no with somebody, yeah. With the girls. So that, now that conversation, <laughs> I know you guys didn't watch the reunion in here, but the conversation between Tammy and Evelyn got a little brutal. I did feel they were going at each other. They talking about reproductive situations and miscarriages. <gasps> wow. And, Rotten, like all kinds of things. No, it was it was pretty bad. What did you think when you saw that? Wait, ye, we, we we missed Amsterdam. I'm waiting for Amsterdam. Like, what's happened? What happened in Amsterdam, ye? Oh, <laughs> I mean, this is basically what happened. Is that they said that um, Jennifer spoke about Evelyn's daughter, and and, and that happened in Amsterdam. You? Malaysia threw a table. She Malaysia threw a, threw a table. She threw a table at you. Why? I mean, we were like arguing, and I don't know. This came out of nowhere, and I'm thinking to myself, um, this bitch looks like a linebacker, and I'm trying to figure out yeah. like. Am I going to have to fight this big bitch? Like, this is crazy. She's young, though, right? She's not that young. I guess she's in her late 20s? No, she's in her 30s. And you know, the interesting thing to me is that Malaysia is, she basically is on camera having a conversation with her son about police brutality and trying to teach her son about, you know, what goes on. She had Officer Norman on the show, too. Yes. And so here it is, like, you're trying to show your son certain things. And yet, and still, you go and you throw a table. Well, sometimes you got to show your children on site 
and what the hell on site <laughs> me. You know what I'm saying? People out here running their mouth. I might you have to press them. You know, last, last time we were up here, we told you, you better learn karate. Like, you, you better learn how to protect yourself a little better. You getting I'm tables. Not, I know. I know. I'm good, though. Right. Trust me. I, I thought you had got good with a blade, because didn't you slash somebody tires earlier this that year? That was bullshit. That wasn't true? No. Your, your, little, your ex boo-boo? No. I went, listen, I don't even know how to put <laughs> air in my tire. for a man. TMZ. Okay. <laughs> Are there things that you regret that happened this season, as far as you're concerned, or that happened in general that got brought up this season? I like to say that I don't live with regrets because I just try and learn a lesson from whatever it is. I wish I wouldn't have had certain conversations with Tammy because I feel like she definitely had bad intentions. But everything is so petty and dumb. And I just feel like I've been through so much in my life the past three years that I can't really focus on that. Mm. Right. Jennifer's mother did pass away. Um, Sorry to hear that. Sorry yeah, that was that. really yeah. sad. And you also did go through a really bad public breakup and ended up having to go to court and everything. Was that James, with James Tim Norman? Yes. The guy whose I was, tires they say you slashed? Yes, I was in court for six months dealing with that. And, um, you he was know, abusive, right? I would say he's never put his hands on me, but I know that he has done that to other women. Mm. And, you know, when we were in court, he ended up saying his tires were never slashed. It went from his tires being not slash to puncture to just being flat and that he used fix a flat to fix his tires. Why were y'all in court if y'all not married or y'all weren't married? Restraining order. order. Restraining order. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so now what... You don't strike me as that type though, the slash tires. No. Yeah, I can't see that either. You don't seem like the confrontational type to me. No, I'm not. That's very non-confrontational when no one's around you slash their tires. No, you know, and the crazy part (laughs) is that this man moved across the street from me and I had no idea. What? Yes. With a girl, he had a new girlfriend, right? Yes. Wow. And that's allegedly where I slashed the tires. I mean, literally. I mean, it's crazy. Because he was right across the street from you? No, I actually got the restraining order because he was going around saying all this like crazy (laughs) So it was kind of like... Okay, he gets a restraining order against me because of the tire situation. So it, it was like, okay, now I have to play defense. And I was like, this dude is really crazy. So he, wow. thought, so he was stalking you, you believe? Absolutely. So Evelyn was leaking these stories through the blogs? No. Oh. All right, we have more with Basketball Wives. So Jennifer Williams, when we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. TJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Basketball Wives. So Jennifer Williams is in the building. Yee. Can you and Evelyn, can your relationship be repaired? Because that's the most longstanding one that you've had. You guys have been friends for how long? I think we met in 2000. All right, so you guys have been friends for 18 years. Is this a situation where you Well, want... we didn't we didn't speak for five years. So. Okay. Off and on. Right. But, right. I mean, she was in your wedding. Yeah. And, you know, Along you guys you. were... Yeah, I was there, too. <laughs> I was in the wedding also. So is there any way you feel like that can be repaired, and would you want that? I don't want drama with anybody. I feel like this show has ripped our friendship apart more than once. And I don't know if it ever could get back to what it was, but my hope is, like, one day we can, you know, definitely be cordial. What is cordial? Not throwing tables at each other? Well, she didn't throw a table at me. Um, I think I think we both really love each other, and there's a lot of things that have transpired. But I really feel like the girls on the show are very jealous of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Why, though? Why can't two women be friends? I don't know. What about Kristen? Kristen and you, uh, she was kind of the last one standing that had a, had a conversation with you. Where do you guys stand now? I think Kristen is actually, like, a really cool girl, and I felt like she was a good fit for Basketball Wives. 
But yeah, I don't have any issues with her, and we're still very cool. And I text her mom, and her mom calls me, and so we have a good relationship. What about Shanice? Because that is Evelyn's daughter. Did she have any reaction to all of this? Obviously, she's an adult now, so... I know. You know, I just feel awful that they kind of keep throwing her daughter in it. And, you know, anyone that knows Evelyn knows that's kind of... That's a trigger, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like that's what Shawnee was going for, because I, I felt like I don't know if... She was upset over the whole, like, Shaq rumor, but I felt like she was determined to bring me down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't, I don't know what Shawnice's reaction has been. I just feel bad that she has been an innocent bystander the past two seasons and has got thrown in something that she has nothing to do with this show. If they ask you to come back for the next season. Oh, God. Keep in mind, you already called Malaysia a linebacker. <laughs> so she's going to want that fade. And we'll you call Shawnice a liar. Here's I mean, listen, let's be clear. Malaysia and Shawnee had a period of time where they didn't get along at all, and Malaysia's back on uh, the show. Is, yes. There's always been issues between people, but somehow it's still... Every season, I feel like somebody has to take the fall. You know, it's like they gang up on somebody every season. It was my turn. I honestly would like to move forward in my life. I still am under contract, so I don't know what's going to happen. I do know that allegedly the production company got fired, mm-hmm. and... Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen with the show, but I just want to move forward. Have you spoke to Malaysia? I no. she apologized for throwing the table at you. Did she? I saw that on Basu. Well, she didn't apologize to me directly. I think she apologized for throwing a table at all, period. Oh, but not for, directly at your head. Not, not at your head, though. I guess. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear about it, but um, no, I have not spoken to her. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, thank you for coming through and happy birthday. You know, thank sorry you. that we had to talk about thank all Thank you, guys. This thank you drama. for letting me have my reunion here. You know what? Because I wanted to come here mm-hmm. and I knew that I could tell my true story and it would not be edited. So thank you guys for that. Have platform. you gotten everything out? Is everything fine? Who's that guy that you were with? That's the new boo with the, um, <laughs> you had a picture and, and you had his arm in it. And I'm like, who is this guy? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's your birthday. Who, who are you with tonight? What boo you with tonight? Uh, so She's about to catch a flight. I see her bags out there. Okay. I am about to catch a flight. Where so I'm going to Atlanta. Uh-oh. Oh, you're in Atlanta? Ooh. Yes. Oh. Oh. Y'all flying somewhere exotic after that? No, she might just be going to see her boo. No, I'm what? just going to see him. What does I'm... he do? Damn, baby. <laughs> She's just curious. Uh, he does real estate. Oh, you got you somebody just He is not normal. in the business. There you go. Yeah, he's not in the business. He's doing good? Yeah, he's a boss. Okay. Okay. That's all what right. you need. Somebody to see you. You in the Chanel store, so I just want to make sure. You know. <laughs> he is. He's definitely a boss. He's a. He's a really good guy. It's very new, so we'll black see. Black or white? He's black. Does okay. he watch Basketball Wives? No, he does not. <laughs> did he know who you were? He did not know who I was. Same and he says. is not a fan of reality shows. And he's like, you know, is he under fifty? He is. <laughs> so he don't want you on reality TV. Basically, is what you're saying. He does not. So won't you get off reality TV? I mean, know? that's what. Yeah, I'm. I'm I told him that's but not he my desire. Commit to you too first, though. Right. We'll see what happens. Has he been married before? He has. Is his ankles ashy? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing for you for your birthday? Do you know? Yet? I don't. I have no idea. Does he have kids? He does. Does his kids like you? I haven't met them yet. Oh, oh his kids your yet. age. No. Oh. Damn. <laughs> I said he's under 50. Geez. Oh, okay. No, but he keeps a smile on my face, so that's really what's important right now. So we'll see what happens. 
Have you spoken to Shani at all, though? Like, do you, have you expressed these uh, these frustrations to Shani? Does she know it? Would this be her first time hearing about this on The Breakfast Club? No, I have not. I have not spoke to uh, any of those girls. Except mm. Kristen. Yes, except Kristen. So well, what do you think that was edited out? Are there things that we didn't see that you wish we would have gotten a chance to see? Well, I wish you could see how much bullshit happens behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, they, they try and make it seem like, oh... Jennifer's messy. Jennifer starts this. And, you know, there's one thing I do want to clarify. The whole rumor about Cece mm-hmm. and her, like, picking up young guys at the gym. Um, Who is Cece? She's on the show as well. You don't she's want to a, She's a new girl. Okay. Just for clarification, because I don't know if they try to make it seem like I started this rumor. I did make a joke about, well, what was she doing at the spa giving happy endings? But that entire scenario and rumor. <laughs> no, don't that just slide from, back that. I can't believe you, Jennifer. I did make a joke. Of giving hand I to random did, men. I did make a joke. Oh my God. However, this whole rumor started because both Evelyn and I heard that from Shawnee. But because she's an executive producer, her hands are always going to come out clean. Wow. Well, Not if she was in that gym, she would <laughs> 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 Now that she's giving happy endings. If she was in that gym, it wouldn't have been clean, <laughs> God damn it. Well, thank you, Jennifer. You enjoy your uh, birthday. Thank you. Well, I didn't know Shawnee was this foul. That's why. I mean, I'm not saying she's Shawnee. I don't know if you're foul or not. I'm just Allegedly. saying. Allegedly. The way Jennifer is describing you, I didn't know you were this Let foul. Let me tell you, there are receipts. Angela has seen receipts. Uh-oh. Okay? You have you? So, I, I have some text messages. I just feel like all of y'all too grown for that. Like, you too grown I to think be so too. stirring up drama between people. But you know what drama sells? Does everybody yes, want to watch a yeah. show where everybody's getting along and being kumbaya? No. Clearly not. <laughs> and she on VH1, so she got to compete with Mona Scott. Mona Scott got her show turned up. Exactly. Yeah. So she wants to be Mona Scott is what you're saying. I don't, I don't know that. But obviously, you want good ratings. If you're executive producer, mm-hmm. you want your show to be, you know. Well, what's next for Jennifer? Um, honestly, I really want to get into producing and I want to produce content and things that um, are close to my heart. Mm -hmm. Okay, so no Ratchet TV, you're saying? No. Ain't nobody watching it. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) You know that, Jen. I want to do scripted, though. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Well, enjoy your birthday. Have fun. Thank you. I will. Thank you for coming by. Happy birthday. Thank you, guys. It's The Breakfast Club. It's Jennifer Williams. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. You guys have some quotables behind the scenes. Let's get to the rumors. <laughs> Let's talk Kanye. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. So Kanye West was with Chance the Rapper in Chicago, and it's an event that he does called the Open, a monthly open mic event, which is an opportunity for students to perform and learn from artists. And Kanye was there, and he made this announcement. Me and Chance work on a new album. It's called Good Ass Job. Wasn't that originally supposed to be Kanye's album after because it was the what was the late registration college dropout, late registration graduation? Then supposed to be good as job. You know more than all of us. <laughs> oh no, I interviewed Kanye about right. ten years ago on Wendy Williams show, and that's that's what he said his series was going to be. Those well, four albums. guess it's coming now. Him and Chance the Rapper. Now he also made this announcement about Chicago. So the first thing on my mind that I have to tell you is I got to let y'all know that I moved back to Chicago. I'm never leaving again. <laughs> He's never leaving again. I don't know about that one. Well, maybe he'll keep that house I mean, that he has in he, Chicago. He, he, he'll go back and forth. He's been there for the past month or so. 
He yeah. is mine. The house did. That's what he needs, though. You, you would want him to be back to his roots, right? Back and forth, though. Absolutely. His property, his home, his, his business. Clearly, he loses his, his goddamn mind in Calabasas, right? right? <laughs> Running around with MAGA hats and all of that. Right. So, yes, take your ass back and home. And people in Chicago are saying that he never comes there and they don't Absolutely. see him right. and he doesn't do anything. You can lose so. yourself when you, you know, disconnect from your roots. So, why not? Well, let's find ourselves. Now, Kanye West is also supposed to pair on Saturday Night Live season 44's premiere. And that's going to premiere on September. September 29th. So Adam Driver is going to be hosting from Black Klansman and Kanye is going to be performing. Are you excited for that? Also, people are saying there might be a Yeezus 2 album after Kanye posted on his social media the artwork from the Yeezus cover. So now everybody's excited saying Yeezus 2 is on the way, even though there's no real confirmation. All right, Cat Williams, what is going on? So Wanda went on her show, the Frank and Wanda show, and talked about what happened after Cat Williams came up there and was very insulting toward her. And then allegedly her husband pulled a gun on him outside of a comedy club. Well, here's what she says happened. Your hair is kind of... Oh, this is the roast. Oh, my hair is 19 <laughs> inches Wrong long clip. and I have no perm. <laughs> Wrong clip. Stop it, drums. Oops. Oh, that's not a perm. Drums. No, stop it. Yeah, you stop, stop it. the clip drums. All right, so that was the, yeah, that that was was the roast. original roast. <laughs> but here's what she says happened with Cat Williams. I saw Cat Williams and his bodyguard walking up towards the comedy club. And so he saw me and he made a beeline to where I was, came over and was like, I told you effing with me gonna make you go viral. And that's when my husband said, man, find something else to do, dog. He was like, I jump on you. And then it, you know, so the police was there. So all the rumors that are out there, um, you know, I just, I can't move forward. Yeah, we, we can't address yeah. anymore. So that makes sense because the original story yesterday made it seem like he just pulled the gun on Cat because of the roast. Her husband is that big dude? Yes. Lamar Sellers. Cat look, he got out of the He looked like he had a squash cat. <laughs> Jeesh. So yeah, Kat. they're saying there was a verbal altercation with Cat Williams, according to an off-duty police officer who was working security. He says Cat told him that he ran to a grocery store next door after Lamar's pulled a gun on him and pointed it in his face. Now cops said they talked to Lamar's. He admitted he had a gun but denied ever pulling it out on Cat Williams. But that's what you're supposed to do. If that's if that's a problem with your wife, you're supposed to stand up for your wife. I mean, if you're standing there on the sidewalk and, you know, you're not tripping off the roast or whatever, but then the guy comes back up and for says, I more? told you I was going to go viral or yeah. whatever, and you tell him to go find something to do, and then he's like, I'll whip your ass. Of course. Testosterone. You know, to ego. Do. Yeah, it's going to happen. My daddy would have did it. I'd do it. Hey, absolutely. All right, now let's move on and talk about Carrie Underwood. She was on CBS Sunday morning, and she talks about suffering because she had three miscarriages in the past two years. That has to be hard. Here's what she had to say. 2017 just wasn't how I imagined it. I'd kind of planned that 2017 was, you know, going to be the year that I work on new music and I have a baby. We got pregnant early 2017 and didn't work out. Um, got pregnant again in the spring and it didn't work out. Got pregnant again early 2018 didn't work out so at that point it was just kind of like okay like what's the deal well fortunately she is expecting her second child so it did finally uh work out a lot of women uh suffer miscarriages and and you don't really hear about it because nobody talks about it but a lot of women go through it there's more miscarriages i believe than actually women having babies that so many women go through that I think women need to talk about it more because there's women who feel feel empty they feel lonely when it happens they feel like there's nobody to talk to so I know it's a tough 
Try a lot of women actually have miscarriages and don't even know they were pregnant in the first place, too. Because mm-hmm. it can happen that early. Mm-hmm. So you don't even know. All right, Roseanne Barr, let's talk about her character on The Connors. How is it that she is not going to be on the show? How will she die? Well, here's what she had to say on Brandon Straka's Walk Away. Oh, they killed her. They uh-huh. had her die of an opioid overdose. So it wasn't enough <laughs> to just do what they did to me. They had to so cruelly insult the people who love that family and that show, there's nothing I can do about it. It's done. I did what I had to do to save my own life, and I did it. Well, I said months ago they should kill her off the show. <laughs> I wanted funny. them to kill her off the show, but I wanted the Muslim neighbors to attempt to save her. And then, you know, she would go to her deathbed realizing Muslims aren't all bad like mm-hmm. she thought. But the opioid uh, opioid death is good, too. <laughs> I'm actually going to be on Dr. Oz today. Dr. Oz is interviewing uh, Roseanne Barr. And then after he interviews Roseanne Barr, it's a panel. Oh, did you discuss, talk to her too? We discussed the interview. Nah, he pre-taped the interview with Roseanne. Oh. So you're going to discuss Roseanne's interview? Yes, with Dr. Oz. Okay. Yeah, today. All right, that should be cool. interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Listen, four after the hour, man, is a prime example of why I don't uh, try to hook up any of my homegirls with any guys that I know. When they ask me to do it, I say, nope, I fall back. All right? We'll talk about it for after the hour. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ex-Jungleman. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed question. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, September 18th goes to a 53-year-old man named Kenneth Lee. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I feel sorry for all my single homegirls. And Lord knows I have a lot of them. And they be asking me to hook them up with people. And I always say no because I don't want to be responsible for none of these trifling-ass fellas out here. Nope. No, sir, not me. I'll pray for you and pray God brings you the man of your dreams. But if I hook you up with the man of your nightmares, I will not be held responsible. And when I hear stories like Kenneth Lee, it reminds me of why I do not throw assists when it comes to finding my homegirls a man. Now, Kenneth is 53. 53 years old. Lord have mercy. Okay, boy, y'all going to be single forever. Because F-boys eventually become grown-ass F-boys, and Kenneth Lee is a prime example. Now, let me give you the story. An Oklahoma City woman gave her phone number to a man she met on Wednesday. And within hours, he was texting her death threats. How did we get to the death threats? Now, imagine me hook Kenneth up with one of my homegirls. She gives him the number, and then within hours, he's sending death threats. Now, wait, it gets worse. All right, police said that Kenneth approached the woman outside the Walgreens where the woman's car had broken down. Kenneth gave the woman $20 and got her phone number so they could swap text messages. Kenneth jumped all the way out the window with his thirst and requested that she send him pictures of herself naked. Mind you, this is within hours. Hours! So are you keeping score? He got the number, and within hours, he was texting her death threats and asking her for nudes. Do you see why I don't hook my homegirls up with people? Uh-uh. Kenneth asked for the nudes, and the woman didn't respond. And that's when the death threats came into play. I told you not to play with me. And he put the number two. When somebody puts the number two, instead of typing out T-O or T-O-O, they bought that action, boss. And Kenneth then sent the woman a text saying, fixing to get blew up. Let me explain something to y'all. When somebody tells you they fixing to do something, oh, it's happening. Okay, you can write it down, tweet it, email it to yourself, save it in drafts. If someone tells you they fixing to do something, it's happening. Okay, when someone spells fixing, F-I-X apostrophe N, with another number two, 
If a person tells you they fixing to do something, trust me, they about to do it, okay? When a person tells you they fixing to leave, they about to go. When they tell you they fixing to cook, they hungry and they will eat. When they tell you they fixing to do any act of violence to you, you better believe you are in danger. So when this young lady saw the word fixing with the number two get blew up behind it, she knew he wasn't playing. So she texts back because she told police she immediately thought he was about to blow her whole apartment building up. The whole apartment building. She messaged him back and said she doesn't send naked photos of herself. Kenneth didn't want to hear that. Kenneth texts back, boom, with an exclamation mark. Then he sent another text that said, gone, exclamation mark, boom, exclamation mark, boom, exclamation mark again. Then Kenneth sent a text saying he hoped there weren't any children in the building. See, when a person fixing to do something, it's done. So he was hoping no kids was in the building because he don't have smoke with the kids. He has smoke with the young woman. He fixing to do something, too. The final message, which I think is the most important, Kenneth Lee sent, according to police, was uh, him requesting that the woman return the $20 to him. Okay, and she replied, I'm fixing to buy some crack with that money. I made that last part up, but this all sounds like one big convoluted crackhead mess. Okay, now the woman called police after receiving the messages and she interpreted she she interpreted the messages as threats to either bomb or shoot her. You think? And Lee was arrested and now he faces charges of making a bomb threat and threatening acts of violence. And he's being held in jail on fifteen thousand dollars bail. And this is why I will never, ever attempt to hook my homegirls up with anyone. And I advise you all to do the same. Okay, message to all my homegirls. Don't go chasing love connections from Charlemagne. Stick to the tenders and Christian mingles you're used to. Please give Kenneth Lee the sweet sounds of the Hamilton's, please. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. Yee-haw. All right. <laughs> I can guarantee you with a $15,000 bail and the fact that he's asking for his $20 back, ain't nobody fixing the bail Kenneth Lee out no time soon. He gonna be there for a while. Ain't nobody fixing to bail him out. All right, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, we have Michael Arsenal. Did I say that right? Yes. He's an author. He'll be joining us. New he's York gonna Times be doing best-selling author. He's gonna be doing Yee's uh, book club tonight, right? Yes, he'll be at my book club tonight. His book is I Can't Date Jesus. It's his, it's his memoir, mm-hmm. and it's very interesting. Him talking about growing up in Houston and being heavy into the church, but then there was a change, and we'll tell you what that change is all about. Well, he'll tell you. All right, we'll do that when we come back. And also, you're listening for that keyword if you want to come to New York to see Cardi B, Little Uzi Vert, SZA, Lil Baby, and more. We got tickets coming up. We actually just uh, play that keyword, and then you got to text it to 64895. We'll fly you up here. We'll give you hotel uh, stay, and you'll be chilling with The Breakfast Club, all right? And that's powered by Amp Energy Organic. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He can't pronounce your last name, Michael. Michael I, Arsenal. It was close. Damn it, ah! Arsenal, but we we all, we was almost there. Well, nah. I think you barely pronounced Michael, so just be glad he got that. Shut close. up. <laughs> I love the title of your book, my brother. I appreciate that. My mom does not, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> why I can't date Jesus? <laughs> why doesn't your mom like the title of the book? Uh, my mom is a devout Catholic, so I have a book called I Can't Date Jesus, right. and I'm a practicing homosexual, so you can imagine how that might have gone for her. You um, also could have been a priest. Yes, I was approached for the priesthood at 20. I'm definitely not a priest. You turned it down? <laughs> yeah, he Clearly. wanted me to be a priest and a Q, so I write about that in the book. Um, I, and in hindsight, I realized that's why he wore so much purple. 
But yes, <laughs> it was a black priest named Father Marty with a curly wig who said he saw a priest in me because I literally always had to go to church. And you also were a virgin at the time still. At some point you were like, I got to experience. Yes. Um, a lot of the book is learning how to hold without the fear of God. So um, Catholic priests hold without the fear of God all the time. They, they, that's they some, that's the SVU. I don't want crime. I don't want no crimes on me. It's like mm. pedophilia. Um, no, I think for me, I grew up, I had a really early exposure to AIDS. I write about that in the book and I grew up really Catholic. So, um, I knew I was gay, but I never wanted to really act upon it because I thought, like, death, you, you die when you have sex or you go to hell. So I was kind of really messed up in the head. So part of the book is a lot, it's a lot of different things touching the book, but it's like forging my identity through my sexuality. And, like, that's actually where the title comes from, a conversation I had with my mom where she knows that I'm born gay, but um, kept saying, you know, if you have sex, you might get hit by a bus and I don't know where you're going. I was like, well, girl, I can't date Jesus. What do you want me to do? Right. So, yeah, it's just about having pleasure and like, having a cool life. What does sex got to do with getting hit by a bus? Well, she said if I had Is sex with a man, then I might get hit by a bus and, like, die. So, like, the sin of, like, having, like, Oh, sex she's trying, send me to hell. What yeah, she's yeah, saying yeah, is yeah. being a homosexual, that means that he's going to end up going to hell. Oh, God. So what's your relationship with your mom now? My mom and I are as fine as we can be. I know underneath everything that she literally is just loving me the best way she knows how to. I think the thing about her and where we differ is that her version of religion has kept her alive, and I respect that. Because mm-hmm. um, I admire her more than anyone on the planet, but I think her religion makes me not want to live. And mm. we can't meet that middle. And so we do the best that we can. So um, we don't really talk about the book. What about your dad? Uh, I don't read. Uh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, uh, so I write about my, my, you know, my, a lot of chaos in the home, a lot of um, some stuff that's not the best. Um, he calls every so often. He talks like a hurricane. Well, hey, that boy, you doing all right? How that weather? You need anything? I got you. Um, he still threatens to stab people for me. Which is really sweet, that's good. That's very good. sweet. Um, we're as good as we we can be. We don't really talk that much about other stuff, but we're actually good. And I actually think he cares less about the gay thing than she does, which is a well, plot twist. She loves, she, she loves religion more than she loves. I don't want to say loves her son, but kind of right. Um, no, I won't say that because I think ultimately she thinks she's saving my soul, and mm-hmm. I, I genuinely respect mm-hmm. that. Like, um, I respect religion. I think a lot of brilliant people can be religious. I think also at the same time a lot of Brilliant people suspend their better senses when they are religious. Yes. I think, to me, with a lot of people, if you question that part of religion, then you question other things. And right. if faith is all you have, and if faith is what keeps you going, then that can unravel, and that's a very scary thought. So even if we're incapable of having this type of conversation, I do respect where she's coming from. Because one thing I want to do about um, in the book is be honest, but be respectful to my parents. I really, truly wanted to understand why they are the way that they are, and how not to be that way so I could break that pattern. And, you know, suppressing things is something that has uh, hindered you for so long. It hinders a lot of people yes. also. We're all taught to be one way, and then we come to feel out, realize who we actually are. And sometimes that's a bigger conflict than others. So for me, I just kept letting fear control me. It was like fear of not talking about my dad getting drunk and getting wild in the house. And I'm not really an innate, innately fearful person, but I let these things control me for so long. And then finally, I just like you have to at least try. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you mean when you say you got exposed to HIV at early age? Uh, my uncle died of AIDS when I was six. Um, and what did your dad, how did your dad describe it? But what, was it from needles or was it... Um, oh, he, this is good because he's from the South. So yeah. I'm from the South. So I already know it how was, he described it. It was a mix of um, both. He was gay, but he he wasn't. Um, he was a heroin addict. Uh, I talk, I had a conversation with my sister. My sister's nine years older than me, so she remembers a lot more. Um... She was saying that actually my dad and my uncle were actually really tight. Yeah. I, I think I realized in hindsight my dad was speaking from a place of anger. This was also 1990. 
Everybody was so ignorant about HIV yeah. in the night. A lot of people are still ignorant because actually, I I've actually never said this. I don't care if they hear it. Um, one of my cousins I found out went up to my dad and was like, "Your son bragging about being gay on the internet." And my dad knew not to call me with that bullshit, but he talked to my sister. That's sometimes how he communicates to me. He actually took up for me, which I was like, "That old thug said that," and she was like, "Yes." Yeah. So I was like, "What did he say?" He was like, "I know my boy is gay. I don't care as long as he's happy." I was like. You wow. said that? That's what you want, though. No, that was beautiful. He just don't normally talk like that. I don't... Right, will he say that to you? Uh, no. I think I've never brought a dude home, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But I actually think he'd be fine. Are you going to bring one home soon? Like, is there somebody you're dating that you're going to bring home to Christmas I or Thanksgiving? I like someone, but we're not there yet on, like, bringing the family. I don't, if you really like somebody, I wouldn't do that to them and bring them around my <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to do that. Not for There's, Thanksgiving. There are family members that actually want me to bring somebody home. Well, one year, my cousin was like, you f anybody like literally at Christmas, <laughs> and then the next year my aunt, Christmas yeah literally, and then the next year my uh, aunt was like, "Are you seeing anyone? You're handsome. Like it's cold there. Don't be cold." She's basically telling you it's cuffing season. Yes. Go get you yes. something to keep you warm, and Michael. I, and I was literally like, Tasha said that um asked me these was like, she's like, yeah, that's what I meant. But your mom was right there and she scares me. So there are family members that are like. Don't be alone. Don't have, like, a dusty <laughs> which is sweet. <laughs> progress on everybody's own time. See, that'd be amazing, especially at Thanksgiving. Pass the stuffing, Michael. But you know what? <laughs> what you disappointed me about you, Michael, is that you do not like giving <laughs> jobs. What? Well, 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 what? Okay. What? What? You, 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 you sound like you're upset about Here this. We go. Here we go. You say you don't? Why are really? you asking? Because I'm going to so treat him the same way I would treat a Look, woman if a, a woman told me she don't do that. She's asking wait a question. Wait a minute. What comes with, like, shouldn't you get pleasure out of pleasuring? Let, no, no, wait. How Angela. dare you, Michael? Already? It's not a chore. <laughs> we I know was it's a good job, but it's not a chore. Okay, look. I don't think most dicks look good. Like, most are ugly to me. I don't really like them. Um, I don't like giving but if I'm like, if I really like you, I will. And I'm good be, at it. I got big teeth, but I know how to open. So to, I don't love it, but love is giving you. I do it right if I That's have to. That's how it should be. You can't just go around sucking random. <laughs> you suck the no, he off. Said he, but look, he doesn't really like he's it. Like, all, you're supposed to all love it when you're with somebody. I will, well, you know what? This I have big. loved it when I like the person. Okay. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and I got good Yelp reviews on it. So it's like yeah, good, what, what? Yelp reviews on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. So what makes a pretty um, I like mine. Not to be. I, so you think you're well, no, in other people's? No, no, no. The first I ever sucked was really nice. Okay, I, so you were spoiled. Yeah. What about uncircumcised, does that matter? I've never seen one with the extra cap. I don't know. Although Charlamagne actually had an extra no cap. No <laughs> cap. I've actually never seen a with a fitted up close. All right, we have more with Michael Arsenal. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, tonight is Angela Yee's book club, and we have a special author in the building, Michael Arsenal Yee. Because you weren't too fond of, like, men on film and, you know, spoofs like that on In Living Color. No, I mean, okay, so... You didn't like you didn't like men on film? And like, and like, now I can be like, hated it, but, like, back then, um, the thing about In Living Color, it's like... That was perpetuating a, a really negative stereotype about gay black men. It was like the effeminate gay black men. I've like since then I realized like there's nothing necessarily wrong with like the image of effeminate gay men because that's a lot of people's reality. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. um, and I write about my, Beyonce even helping me become more comfortable with things that are considered feminine. I just think at the time you only saw gay men dying or to be mocked. And mm -hmm. if you're black and gay, you still don't really have anything on television that centers you directly. 
and that and that's made in a way that people like the thing about this book is you know it was a hard time getting it sold because everyone used very nice language to say you're gay and black which means you're too niche which is a nice way of saying like white people don't care or like black people are too homophobic and i rejected mm. both of those notions because some people actually told me that directly mm. yeah so i just think that's all i saw and so if that's all you see, especially if you're struggling with something, like those images a little bit, you could they could be funny, but they were also hurtful because right. if that's all you see, that's how you treat. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in fights with people who thought I was going to be like that. Right. Interesting perspective. I mean, you know, because you're gay, so you see it a different way. Like I just thought yeah. it was funny. But right. I can, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, it's and there's humor in it, but I also think that that's the only thing available and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like a I like a sassy savage. I like like, like I don't know if Lil Uzi gay, but that's my favorite. <laughs> Just the way oh, he with, acts. The sh- with the shimmy. Yeah, I man. actually really like the shimmy. Yeah, <laughs> man. Just the way he moved and he be with the shimmy. You want to fight? Like, yeah. I just like, I just, that's what I like. You just like, made I- him gay. We don't know if he's gay, all right? I'm just saying I like that energy. Oh, that's is what I'm talking about. Okay. So you said that you were born gay, yes. right? And you struggled with that. Uh, even at five years old, you had an experience. Yeah. Think, uh, and I do, because I was trying to figure this out, right? Because what a lot of times at, at the, we'll, we'll get into that, but at the age yes. of five, things do happen and you don't know anything about sexuality yeah. at all. Well, here's the thing. Like, if you ask any straight kid, did they play doctor? Did they have crushes on little girls? What do they do? Most people will have an answer. Like, it's not unheard of. Right. It's just, it's stigmatized further because it's, like, people of the same sex. Mm-hmm. Because you really don't see overt displays of sexuality from, like, particularly, like, gay men. Mm-hmm. You don't see that on TV still, so it's still... Like it makes people uncomfortable. So at like five, I was just naturally curious. It was a girl like done the day because I've never been a napper. Like doctor with like a little girl. I'm like this isn't as fun with that little boy. And so yeah, I I knew I didn't necessarily have the language, but I knew I like boys more than girls. I was thinking about these um two guys I grew up with, and when we were maybe like. 11 years old mm-hmm. one of them told me the other one performed oral sex on him and he didn't really know it was his first time and yeah but i was like i wonder if they were just experimenting or if they i think that's more so what that is i hope so because yeah i didn't At do all what that age yeah i didn't do all that but 11 goodness gracious he was like i heard this feels really good because um, oh that means you that, that they was hearing too much and they wanted to that's a curiosity though mm-hmm. i that's diff um so that's when you know it can be a kind of a learned behavior too though right I mean, I believe people are born gay, but I do believe it can be a learned behavior as well. What do you mean by that? Um, go keep at, follow. What up you just that. said, like okay. the guy's eleven. Yeah, he heard it, felt good, like hmm. Yeah, got a little curious. I don't necessarily know if that's learned behavior so much as it is people being curious about sexuality. And I think a lot of times people don't necessarily have, particularly men, don't have space to be curious because maybe a one or two off act. Results in like some label. You think gaydar is a real thing? Because I don't have that. I'm not. Because it seems like, but oh. some of the guys you mentioned, I guess you only mentioned the ones that you approached that did turn out to have some interest. Well, I've always had to approach men. Men don't approach me. Um, I was mm-hmm. told I had resting bitch face by a very progressive straight man. <laughs> yeah, really? He said I had resting, resting bitch, bitch face. face. A straight man told me that actually. Yeah, he was resting I love gay lingo though. That don't mean nothing. I know it don't. I say trade. I don't okay. think resting bitch face is gay lingo. I Listen, I love gay men. I'm gonna be honest with you. Everybody in this room knows it. Yeah. Yeah. I love gay yes. men because gay men are free. I could see that. I mean, if you know, especially if you're black and gay, you already got two strikes against you. So to be comfortable with yourself and to um, live fully out loud and not really concern yourself with what everybody else thinks, there is a certain freedom that, that most people don't experience because you, you have to because you're literally pushed against the wall. So you make a choice. And I, yeah, I respect that. Why do you think people are still so scared to, to be out? 
I mean, it's still like that popping to be gay, and um, it's just like gay and black. I mean, the suicide rates are really high under the Sweet Potato Saddam administration. Queer um, violence is going up. You said Sweet Potato Saddam. Saddam. I usually don't like to say his name. So in the book, there is a whole <laughs> list of names. In the chapter of Sweet Potato Saddam, it's a whole list of names you can call him instead of that. I don't like. I don't like his name. What do you hope that people get when they read this book? Because I got a lot of different emotions. Um, from reading it, but what do you hope happens when people read this book? I usually try not to say too much to read, but my intention in anything I've ever written is to make people laugh and to make people think. Mm-hmm. I didn't invent anything different. It's it's a coming of age story for the most part. Yeah, things are universal. Think. Like you think about how do I want to lose my virginity? I want yeah. it to be somebody that I'm in love with and I care about, and it to be this great experience. I still see that person all the time in Harlem. It's so funny. The one that you lost your virginity to? Yeah, virginity. It, it wasn't a great experience it, at all. Um, you could press charges. I wouldn't even think to press charges because I I think people don't know a lot about consent and how things should go. So that was like very much a learning lesson. Was alcohol me. involved? Yeah. And it wasn't just like drunk. It was kind of like I was deeply intoxicated. So I, and it's something was I he? didn't. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think so. No. Actually, no. No, 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 no. No. Um, yeah, that was just something I had to learn from because I didn't, I didn't even really think of myself in that way until I like really had to sit down and like write this out because I've been working on was that? What age was that? Uh, I was 22. Mm. 21, 22. 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you feel like a, um, you know, you did wait a long time. Did you feel like a late bloomer? I am a late bloomer. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm, uh, I'm a little awkward. I'm working through that. Uh, <laughs> you used you to think be scared of the Nah, I'm telling you, this shit to the handle like a real bitch. Hey. Well, actually, no, I'm selfish. It seems like you said with rest in bitch face. Like, no. Wow, you lazy motherfucker. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, this is not fair. For the record, you get tricks and with a smile if I'm really into you. Do you make eye contact? Do I make eye contact? Oh, yes, I have. The last time, but that was like. I always feel like that's weird. That was years ago. You like it? I don't want to look at you. Like, no, go to work. I, I always feel like it's weird because I know a lot of people do that. They be like, I have, man. I've been like, no, you're doing a job. Go to work. Focus. <laughs> see how see how he does it? It's not him doing it. It's the other person. So you always. like getting it, but you don't like giving it? Selfish. Who doesn't like getting <laughs> I eat ass. Does that not make balance? Oh, okay. Thank you. Um... By the way, I will suck more. I will, okay. I will, I will be better about Please, that. Please, Michael. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is actually, this is probably helping look, book, the book, but not my dating life. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that should be the title of your next book, by the way. What? I will suck more. <laughs> dot, dot, I have dot, the dot, second dot, title. <laughs> it's I Don't Want to Die Poor. Okay. I, it rhymes. Yeah. I will suck more. I don't want to die poor. <laughs> I can't date <laughs> Pick it up right now. We, and we, by I'm the reading way, that today. And Michael Arsenault will be at Angela Yee's Book Club. Yes, which thank is going you so much. In Brooklyn on Tuesday at West Stack Ivy. So thank you so much. Thank you, Tasha, I'm for making this it today. happen. Let I'm me really know what excited you think. for this. Thank you. I'm excited too. I can't date Thank y'all so much Love, for having sex, me. Family, race, and other reasons I put my faith in Beyonce. Buy it. Thank you. My mm-hmm. goodness. It's the Breakfast Club. I ain't going to put Michael Arsenault. Arsenault. We close Arsenault. up. Yeah. Arsenault. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk logic. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Logic is prepping to release his album, Young Sinatra 4, and he says the entire... 
group, this group will appear on the album. Hey, what's up, y'all? You know how, like, sometimes, like, you're not supposed to give secrets about your album, but then you tell everybody that you have the entire Wu-Tang Clan featured on your album? The only time you will ever, ever see me anticipate a Logic song. Really? Wow. Goodness Why gracious. No logic like Why that? is that hate? Just because I say that's the only time I'm anticipating a Logic song. That's not hate. You never know. You so y'all never know. You, never know. you might hear another song. What's your that favorite might... Logic record, G? What if, what if... Um, hey, what's your favorite Logic record? The Suicide song, of course. Oh, okay. What's your favorite Logic record, Envy? 1-800-SUICIDE? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> what's True. yours? I don't have one. Oh. I like, you don't like the Suicide record? The Suicide record was dope. No, I don't yeah, like it. was it. a big song. It was a great <laughs> I song. I like what it meant to people, but I don't like the record. I like that song. Right. Well, well anyway, his album is coming out on September 28th. Well, last time played on radio. <laughs> My daughter loves Logic, and so does my son, so chill out. And he will be at the iHeart like Festival Shut as up. well. <laughs> <laughs> all all NBA kids look like Logic. You hear my line? Why? Because they have? have black? Have. What if Logic did a song with Lil Duval? I bet Puerto you would anticipate and... that. No, I tell Duval, you don't need that feature. Don't do that to yourself. Why? Stop it. All right, Charlemagne uh, is going to be executive producing a documentary on Bakari Sellers. They're both from South Carolina. I ain't watching so that. So I guess it's a South Carolina team. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> well, here's a little snippet. South Carolina is the place that made me who I am. Why should supporters vote for you? I know I'm 30 years old, but I just finished my eighth year in the South Carolina House of Representatives. We have the power to change South Carolina. I'm only 30 and my father is 70, but we shouldn't be sharing the same experiences when it comes to burying our loved ones. We will not bow down, but we will stand up. So drop on the clues bombs for Bakari Sellers, future, future governor of South Carolina. Yeah, shout out to Bak- Bakari. Yeah, I'm going to watch that because of Bakari. We're going to be in the uh, New Orleans Film Festival in October. So, okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, let's talk about Drake. Congratulations to him on breaking records. Now Drake has broken Usher's record for the most weeks on top of the Billboard Hot 100 chart in a year because of that song, In My Feelings, that has made him beat that record. So congratulations. Drake be breaking all kind of records. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you can't beat Usher in Outbreaks. What does one have to do with the other? And how do you even know that? (laughs) All right. Now, Wale was upset and says that he was racially profiled on American Airlines. Apparently, obviously, he flies a lot. And shout out to Wale. I just seen him the other day at Kevin Durant's 30th birthday party. He tweeted out, LMAO stuck on the runway again. I bet it sounds like I'm welling. Nope. Half an hour and counting. And then he said, okay, they canceled the flight. This is the fifth time in like 10 days. All I can do is laugh. American Airlines responded, we know you're ready to be in the air and we're so sorry for the wait. Looks like aircraft maintenance will have you in the air soon. And then Wale said, how about your employees? Megumi and Don told me you're not supposed to be in first class. I'm calling the police. And American Airlines, uh, he told them, here you go. You are racist and I want to know what happens now. Megumi and Don is their names. So I don't know exactly what went down after all of this, but I'm sure we'll find out. Why are they telling me you're not supposed to be in first class? I have no idea. American Airlines responded to XXL's uh, request for a comment. They said they are concerned about Wale's claims. They said discrimination has no place at American Airlines. From the team members we hired to the customers we serve, inclusion and diversity is a way of life at American. So they said they are concerned about what could have potentially happened. All right, now let's talk about the Emmys again. 
Tiffany Haddish and Cat Williams. Looks like the two of them have made up. Now, if you guys recall, Cat Williams said this about Tiffany Haddish on the Frank and Wanda show. She's been doing comedy since she was 16. You can't tell me your favorite Tiffany Haddish joke. Why? Because she ain't done a tour yet. Mm -hmm. She ain't done a special. She has not proven the ability to tell jokes back to back for an hour to nobody. Did you think she wrote Girls Trip Goofball? Or do you think that was already a script and they handed it to her? But people so, like real, I'm, and that's why they that like her. Is that what they, they like? They love real. Oh, because everybody's real then. They like her because she want to sleep with a white man. All right. Well, Tiffany, after she heard those comments, said she couldn't wait to see Cat at the Emmys, and she said she wants to just shower him with real love because you need it, and I love you. Well, we see pictures of them, and he's bowing down to her, and she's with him, and she's smiling. So I guess... They had their conversation and things are good now. You know, that's why Tiffany will always win because she's loving and forgiving and she takes the high road and I'm the exact opposite, but I'm working through it in therapy. He got to apologize in public, though. He I'm not going to lie. When I first seen the picture of Cat Williams on the carpet with Tiffany Haddish, I was like, damn, Cat is short. He definitely apologized behind <laughs> the scenes, though. He got to do it in public, but, but, though. But if you, if you guys put up the picture on Revolt again, doesn't it look like he's just really short next to Tiffany Haddish at first? He's on his knees. Oh, he's hilarious. I didn't realize. Now, if you bow down to her, does that mean you didn't mean anything you said? I don't know what that means. I'm like, you can't, have to ask you, him. You can't go that hard and mm -hmm. then bow down. And, uh, I want to hear that from your that. mouth, Paul. So I want down. you to say, apologize Get on in Instagram live That's or right. go do an interview and apologize. Absolutely. All right, okay. and the last thing I'm I want to say about the Emmys is that Donald Glover showed up as Teddy Perkins from Atlanta. And y'all know that was my favorite episode of Atlanta from this last season. I watched it over and over and over and over again. So Atlanta, was good. Atlanta was good. It started all kind of slow. but Yeah, it, you didn't it, like it. I didn't like the first few episodes. I loved it. I liked the Gator Man episode with Cat Williams that Donald Glover wrote for Cat and then Cat won the Emmy and then I like the um, <laughs> Petty. I the FUBU like episode FUBU episode was good Barbershop episode was Barbershop great Barbershop was great right, all right. really strong I love Atlanta we gotta go alright now you're listening for the keyword alright once you hear that keyword you can win tickets to New York you get uh, hotel tickets and you get to see little Uzi Vert Cardi B Scissor and more listen for that and that's powered by Amp Energy Organic Revolt we'll see you tomorrow People's Choice Mix is next